Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in again. So I just recorded my whole episode while driving down the road, and then for some reason it didn't upload. So, hey, so I get to do it again. Um, But anyway, so this morning I started off my day great with breakfast with my buddy Keith. Hang out, talk a little bit, and... um, getting ready to leave <clears throat> and uh, saw a young lady with a tattoo on her arm and asked her what it was and it was a verse in Isaiah and I'm sorry I can't remember what it was but it was one of her favorite verses and then I thought I mean then I showed her mine and it's the verse that my, was my wife's Isaiah 58 6 through 10 And she's like, oh, how neat. We both have Isaiah tattoos. And then I told her briefly what mine was about. So that was a moment there that was meant to be. And then I came back to the house. I was piddling around today, and my buddy Russell calls. He wants me to take a ride with him to look at an RV slash camper thing and it was a two-hour ride but i had to ride to a place to meet him 45 minutes away to meet him and um so i was riding down to that meeting place i came across a man who was in an army jeep and he was turning around at this intersection And I stopped my car because if you know me, you know that I have a 1953 Dodge Ambulance that I use for my ministry. So I stopped and talked to this man and was talking vehicles and showed him a picture and told him that I do a ministry. He said, oh, a ministry, that's nice. I said, yeah. And I had a short sleeve shirt on. My tattoos were blowing in the breeze. And... um, I said, yeah, I said, I'm a preacher. And he goes, oh. And you see him undress me with my tattoos. You know, ladies, how a guy looks at you with, like they're undressing you with your eyes. And this guy did the same thing with me on my tattoos. And he looked at my arms, looked at me, looked at me like, oh, a preacher, huh? I go, yeah. He goes, ah, oh, okay. I gave him my card. He says, yeah, I'm a preacher right down here at this little church. I'm like, okay. Makes me wonder what was going through his mind about my tattoos. But it's funny how God puts the conversations together, right? If you just pay attention, he's he's putting things together. So I drive on down the road and I meet my buddy. Russell, we park a car and ride together, and we spend two hours riding and talking about childhoods and family and his parents and his dad, and Russell's the youngest of his seven siblings, and He's the baby that come along and ruined it for everybody else, he says. The unexpected baby. And his parents were old when he was born, and 
I say old, but older. 40s, I think. But um, I said his dad didn't accept the Lord until he was 60-something years old, and he only lived nine years after knowing the Lord. And But we talked about people that they're judging and looking attitudes and eyes and because Russell, if you see him, I can't really explain how he looks to you. He's He's got big, fuzzy, white hair that just pokes out like a, kind of like an afro under his hat. It's bushy like that. And then he's got a big, fluffy white beard. And Russell... Um, he retired from the police department. He's a cancer survivor and he's just a he's just a great guy and um good friend. But we talk about the differences and the way people look at us, you know. He said he gets the looks and even from some family and friends, he's just the looks of like, why do you have that hair and that beard now? It's not the same guy that we used to know. And, and you know, I get the looks from people, and I've talked about it before with the tattoos and and uh, how I look with my tattoos. I used to have my long hair, and but... Are we any different? Underneath, are we still the same people? Um, I used to have a... Well, I still have her. She's a... My father's cousin. She's an older lady. And um, she's routinely telling me, where's Chip underneath there? You look nasty with that... All that beard and long hair. Where's the... Where's the chip that I know? Well, I mean, that could be said of anybody that changes their appearance in any way, positively or negatively or voluntarily or involuntarily, you know? Um, is it, does it change the person? You know, um, I've heard people say long hair is a sin. No, it's not a sin. Why do people even go there? Good enough for Samson to have long hair, wasn't it? And Jesus had long hair. Uh, you talk about that long hair. You better read why Paul was saying that that guy shouldn't have long hair and where he was writing that letter to that church. It's not what you think it is. But we were eating dinner, and Russell just made the, I don't know, man. It was just the most profound statement. He said, you know, people look down their noses at you and say, thank you, Lord, I'm not like him. And, man, that just that just hit home, you know. How many people look down their noses at other people and go, thank you, Lord, that I'm not like them. 
thank you, Lord, that you know I'm I don't have long hair or I I got clean clothes to wear or I got a home to live in. I have a car. It's sad. He said those attitudes are out of the pit of hell and smell like smoke. That's what Russell said. They're out of the pit of hell and they smell like smoke. I was like, man, that is, woo, that is, that'll preach, Russell, that'll preach. And it's sad. It is so true. Uh, Russell's dad, he told me, had, like I said, he had seven kids and he didn't come to the Lord until nine years before he died. So, does that matter? To anyone? Does it matter to God? Absolutely not. He won he looks for the lost sheep, remember? Does it matter that he went all of his life and didn't get saved until the last nine years? I shoot. It don't matter if you go all your life and you're hanging on to the edge of your hospital bed and you take and you uh, give yourself to the Lord. That's all that matters. You know, I don't think a lot of people understand that parable about the vineyard, where the vineyard owner sent out the guy to hire workers for the vineyard in the morning, and then there wasn't enough, and he sent out some more, and then late in the day, he went and got some more, and every time they went and got them, he hired them and told them they'd be paid a day's wages. Well, in the morning, a day's wages, you work all day, you get a day's wages. That seemed fair, right? But by the afternoon, as the sun was going down, they went out to get workers, and they were paid a full day's wages and might have only worked an hour or two. And then the guys that had been there all day were not happy with that but the vineyard owner said you got a full day's wages that was the deal you come to work you get a full day's wages i really don't think many people understand that god jesus is talking about the kingdom the kingdom of heaven if you labor all day all your life on this planet but you don't come to the Lord till late in life. You still get the wages. You know, it's it's not a difficult concept to understand. And I just don't understand why some people have to worry about everybody else to the point of condemnation. Looking down your noses at people. Thank you, Lord, I'm not like them. Isn't that very, I don't know, that just, it hits home with me, you know? It really hits home with me. I I don't, uh, I don't know why people are like that. It's sad, and I see it every day. I just, 
there is so much pain and loss and suffering in this world that going around condemning people needs to be the last thing that we do. It needs to be the thing that we don't never do, to be honest. But you know, when I get to heaven, I know I'm going to be judged. I absolutely know without a doubt I'm going to be judged. But I'll be judged for the things that I didn't do that I should have done. Like the people that I walked by and didn't witness to when the Lord says, Chip, I sent that man for you to witness to him, and you just walked on by that day. Here it is. You remember? Let me replay this for you. Okay, yeah, Lord, I know. I'm sorry. You got me. Or how about this time, Chip? I wanted you to give this man some money, and you just walked right on by because they looked like they didn't need it, and that's not what I wanted you to do. I wanted you to give them money. I didn't want you to judge them. They were dressed up nice, but they were having a bad day, a bad week, and they needed that extra money, and you just walked on by. You see, that's how I think I'll be judged when I get to heaven for the things that I didn't do. Of course, there are things that I, that I do that are terrible, but, but I will not be judged. I say I will not. I don't think I will be judged. For sending people away because they have long hair. Or telling people they're going to hell because they have tattoos. Or telling people they can't come in that church or their salvation's not genuine because they didn't use a King James Bible or they don't carry a King James Bible. You see, that's the condescending attitude of people that think they're doing God's work. They think that they're holier than thou, and that's what God wants. You know, if God didn't want us to have tattoos, he would have said something about it in the Bible. And don't even go there because there's no place in the Bible says we can't have tattoos and get into heaven. You know, that's the greatest uh, visual that people like to judge people by, but it's, it's so um, contradictory in itself. You say a Christian with tattoos can't well, is going to hell because they got tattoos, but then a guy who comes to the church and asks to be saved and has a tattoo, you say, yeah, when you baptize him, what's the difference? That's the one thing that's visual, and you can't hold a measuring stick to. All the other sins, you don't even know. The guy that watches pornography every night, the the child molesters, the 
spouse abusers, the you can't see those. And they're walking around in your churches like some of them are deacons and elders and hold church office, and you just think they're the greatest people in the world. You see, that's almost a perfect reason, example of why we're not to judge. Because we don't know the heart. We don't know what's going on where you can't see. And that's exactly why you shouldn't say anything. Well, it was a great day for me. Like I said, I started off with breakfast with Brother Keith and the girl with the tattoo, and then great conversation with Russell today. You know, it's... I look forward to tomorrow. I wonder what's going to happen tomorrow. Has to be better, right? Every day it gets better and every day we get closer. You know, the verses that I have is Proverbs 16, 18 and 19. Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Oh, you know... Some of you going to have... Uh, Seats in the smoking section. And some of you are going to have seats in the air conditioning section. I would make sure of the ticket that I was buying before I got on the train. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless. Thank you for tuning in. Be safe and have a happy new year.